I want to thank God for our life. I want to thank God for the life of our pastors. Um, Pastor Kwame is not here today. He's in Lynchburg. I want to thank God for his, his life also. And thank God for the entire ministers of the gospel. Most importantly, I want to thank God for your life. Because today, if you are not here, there wouldn't be any worship or preaching. Um, I want us to take our scriptures to the book of um, Hebrews, chapter 7, verses 11. And the topic that was given to me was, or is, the new priesthood. But I want us to personalize that a little bit. Instead of saying the new priesthood, I want you to put your name there and say that I am the new priesthood. Oh, say it, I am the new priesthood. I am the new priesthood. Amen. Let's take our scriptures to Hebrews chapter 7. If then perfection came through the Levitical priesthood, for under it the people, were, the people received the law, what further was there for any other priest to appear, said to be in the order of Melchizedek and not in the order of Aaron? For when there is a change of the priesthood, there is a change of law as well. For the one thing, for the for the one thing was spoken about belong, belonged to the to a different tribe. No one from it, no one from it has served at the altar. Now it is evident that our Lord came from Judah, and Moses said true, said nothing about the about that concerning priest, and that became clearer. If Anyone, if another priest like Melchizedek appear who did not become a priest based on legal grounds concerning physical descent, but based on the power of uh, indestructible life, for it is for for it has been testified. I want to jump to verse twenty-two. Um, for to verse twenty-two, for Jesus had become the guarantee of a better covenant. Now many has become Levitical priests since they were prevented by death for remaining in office. I want to take that again. Now many have become Levitical priests since they were prevented by death from remaining in office. But because he remains forever, he holds his priesthood permanently. Therefore, he is also able to save those who come to him through Christ Jesus since he is always since he always lived to intercede for us. Amen. I want to give a little bag, a little history on this, and based on that, we will dive into the word. Believe me, I was just given three hours, so I am actually, I don't have enough time to preach. So in the next three hours, by God's grace, we will be done, and we will all live here. If you believe it, say a big amen. Nobody, everybody was laughing. Now, this scripture talks about a priesthood. A priesthood. And this entire month, or even the month before we've been talking, we've been dealing about a priesthood that we are chosen. We, as children of God, we are royal priesthood. And I believe that those words are very good and great. That we kind of hear them and it's settled in us, but we don't really have the in-depth of what it means to become a priest. And what the detailed information about this priesthood is. So as our topic is, I 
am a new priesthood. That means that before the new came into existence, there was an old. So as we always say, if it's not broken, don't fix it. So if the old priesthood is that or was that great, why do we need another priesthood? Because we are partakers of the new priesthood, not the old one. We are a new priesthood in Christ Jesus. So before we even go in depth about the new priesthood, I want us to take a step back and look at the old priesthood. Now, I, want, I just want to give a little definition of, of who a priest is. We have a high priest and we have priests. So there are levels. But the high priest is a, is a special person. And I'm using this special. Please, if you can take the PowerPoint off the screen, that would be very awesome. You are jumping ahead of me. Thank you. A high priest and a priest. A high priest, and I want us to note this, was a special person. So it's not anybody that can become a high priest. You have to be chosen by the most high God to become a high priest. So a high priest is a special person. And there is also a requirement to become a high priest or to become a priest. First, you have to belong or come from the tribe of Aaron. You have to be a Levi to be called a priest. So I don't know how many people are in this room, but I don't know how many people come from the tribe of Levi. But if all of us come from different tribes, apart from the tribe of Levi, that means that we are not partakers of the priesthood. And the high priest, being, uh, being on top of the priesthood, was the one that had the only responsibility to enter into a place that without Christ, none of us would have ever experienced the Holy of Holies. That was where the ark of God was. That was where the presence of God was. So before the new covenant, there was an old covenant and the old covenant, it was very, it was very rigid and restricted to certain group of people. If you don't fall in the lineage of Aaron, you are not partaker. So every year we will carry our lamp and we will walk to the temple. Why? We are going for atonement. We have sinned and we need the high priest to offer sacrifice on our behalf. By God being so good and loving to his children, realize that this, see, AT&T have a commercial. Okay, it's not just okay. Okay, it's not just okay. There is better thing than okay. So if you are content with okay, then you just stay with okay. So God being so good, realize that 
okay, it's not just okay. Why should atonement be so rigid that just only one person or one tribe has the order or has the legal right to perform that? So Jesus appeared in the scene as a new high priest. I want us to understand this very, very well. Because at that moment, the old priesthood was working, but it wasn't perfect. It wasn't because the priest or the high priest refused to carry their duties. They were carrying their duties all right. But what happened, I was saying this jokingly with my wife uh, when we were coming to church and I said, what happened when you go to the priest for an atonement and you heard that the, the priest is sick and he cannot come to the temple today? You go there with your lamb because you, have, you, have, you know you have sinned. You know you have messed up. And you need this atonement. And you go there and there is a sign that temple closed today. Priest not feeling well. It's just a joke, but I just want us to just think about that. But Hebrews chapter 4, verses 11, verses 14 to 16 says, Therefore, since we have a high priest who has descended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us home family to the faith we possess. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weakness, but we have one who has been tempted in many ways, just as we are, yet he had no sin. Let us approach the throne room of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy to find grace to help us in a time of need. I want us to draw a little difference between the old priesthood and the new priesthood. I want us to just draw a little line. Sacrifices were made all right. When we read Hebrews chapter, the, the same Hebrews chapter 7, verses 23. Now many have become Levitical priests since they were prevented by death from remaining in office. And I want us to bring our, our, our first slide on, on the board, if you can project it, please. So the old priesthood, the old priesthood was filled with priests who could not remain in office forever. They were human just like you and I, yet they were set apart by God. They were from the tribe of Aaron. They were all Levite. But they had an effect that all of us, we do have. That is death. One day all of them will die from their office. So God realized that this is okay, but this is, I have a better plan. This is good. This is good. There is a priest 
who performs the duties that has been assigned to them. But what happened when he died? That means another person has to take his place and go through another ceremony in order to, 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 to fulfill that position. So look at what Christ did. He came and he gave himself to us. And he died and he rose on the third day. So now we have a high priest who is in charge, who is in office, that will not die. We have a high priest that every time we go unto him for atonement, every time we go to him when we are in need, any time we go to him when we are in, whenever or whatever that we need, we go and the door will never be shut on us because he lives forevermore. He lives forevermore. Because Christ is the head of the new priesthood, Bible says that as many as believe, he gave, he, he gave unto them power to become the children of God. In the Old Testament, you have to come from the tribe of Levi to possess or to be a, to, to be a partaker of that priesthood. Yet this new priesthood, as many as believe, it does not matter your tribe. It does not matter who you are. It does not matter what you did yesterday. As many as believe, he gave them power to become children, to become sons of God. So now we are inheriting a priest, not based on our merit, but based on what Christ has done. Not based on our stature. Neither is it based on our achievement, but based on what he has done. The second point. The old the old covenant was filled with priests who were weak. And I want us to take our scriptures to verse 28 of the same scripture. Hebrews chapter 7 verses 28. For the law appoints as high priests who were weak by the promise of the oath which came after the law appoints a son who has been perfected forever. The old priesthood can you please go to the next slide please? The old priesthood was filled with men like you and I who were weak. But now, see, when we talk about the love of God, now Christ has taken the office as the high priest that he has no weakness. He has taken an office that he will never shut the door on us. He is the lion of the tribe of Judah. He is the God that is mighty. He is the warrior that goes to the battle that no man ever defeats. That is the God that we have come to in the new priesthood. 
He's not restricted by death. He's not restricted by sickness. He's not restricted by weakness. Because why? The Bible said he has been made perfected. And something that is perfect is perfect. He has been made perfected. A lot of times that we Christians, we feel as though there is something wrong with us. Maybe per what we've been hearing or per what men have described us. But we have in us a high priest who has made all things perfect. We have in us a high priest who is perfect. So even though we might not be perfect, he will perfect us. The old priest has their weakness, but the new priest, he has no weakness in him. He has no barriers. That is whom we have come to believe. That is whom we have come to serve. The God that is not restricted by time, yet he created time. The Lord that is not a respecter of persons. Bible said when we were yet sinners, he did not wait for us to become righteous. When we were yet sinners, he came to us. He has come to fulfill the law. And his name, Bible said is the name that has been exalted above every single name. That when we mention that name Jesus, every knee must bow. Every knee must bow. The old priesthood had to offer sacrifices every single day. And even before the high priest can even go into the Holy of Holies, he himself has to offer sacrifice for himself. He, he, he has to offer sacrifice for himself to make sure that he is in right position before he can go into the Holy of Holies. But our sacrifice has been paid. The blood has been paid. The blood that Jesus shed on the cross is that blood that has made us whole. Not to say that we don't have weakness. Not the Bible says, for all have sinned and fall short. If there is any of us in here that says that they are not a sinner, they've deceived themselves. But even in our weakness, he is our strength. When men disappoint, he appoints us. When men point fingers on us, upon our weakness, he says, come as you are and I'll make you perfect. There is no one person in the scripture that God called that was perfect. Let's go to Moses. He had just killed somebody. But God said, the broken is who I need. Maybe today you see your brokenness and you are telling yourself that I am incapable I am, or I am unworthy. The truth is this. You are incapable. That is what he need. The truth is this. We are not worthy, but he is. He loves us so much that he will not restrict us from coming to the throne room of grace. He will not restrict us for us to just come to the throne once a year. But now every moment, every time, you have access to the throne. 
We have access to the throne. We can come to God anytime, any moment. It doesn't matter the clothes that we have on. It doesn't matter where we are. It doesn't even matter the food that we just ate. Come as you are. The new priesthood. And finally, I said this already, but the old priest had to make sacrifice for himself. Himself. Before he can do anything. Hebrews 7.27 says, He doesn't need to offer sacrifice every day as a high priest. First for his own self, then for those of the people. He did this once for all when he offered himself. Christ did one once. We don't need any death. I want to repeat this. We don't need any sacrifice to go into the throne room of grace. We neither do we need any handkerchief or salt. We don't need any holy water to go to our God. We don't need any ceremonial cleaning for anybody to bath us in the secret places. Before we go to the altar, the sacrifice has been paid. Oh, I thought somebody would shout amen. The sacrifice has been paid. So we come to our father and he accepts us as we are. He told Jeremiah, he said, Jeremiah, I knew you when you were conceived. As a matter of fact, the Lord knows you the moment that you were even about to sin. I am not encouraging sin over here. But what that the word of God is telling us is that we should not be restricted by men. Because we are not under law. We are under grace. What the Lord did was that the Lord pointed only unto what we are incapable. But Christ came and he became ours. To bring this message to an end, I just want to I just want to say this. Now that we are a new priesthood, see we, 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 we've memorized this scripture. I am a royal priesthood. I am a chosen generation. I am God's own people. What does it mean to us? What does it mean to us? We've seen the similarities. We've seen the differences between the old and the new. What does this new priesthood even mean to us? As children of God. The old priest, they, was, they had to be set apart. Now, this is what it means by being a new priest, being, the, under, being the, under the priesthood of God. It means that we've been set apart. What this means is that we are not ordinary. What it means is that, my brother, you are not ordinary. So people may say ordinary things about you, but you, you are extraordinary. 
Why? Because he that is in you is greater than he that lives on this earth. So even though you will face defeat, you are not ordinary, so you cannot accept that defeat. Why? Because it's not based on your merit. It's based on the high priest who stays in heaven. And when he said it is finished, it means it is finished. Beloved, we are set apart by God. And we have to understand that anything or anybody that is set apart is set apart for a responsibility. The reason why we say what we say or do what we do is because we are not ordinary. So David can say that, yet though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. Why? Because David knows that God is with him. We are set apart by God. The old priesthood, they were to serve their people. Beloved, the new priesthood we've been called to serve. Our duties as children of God is to serve one another, not to criticize one another. The most divided people, excuse me to say, are Christians. We are always looking at fault from people. But we've been called to serve one another. Philippians chapter 2 verse 7 says that Christ himself as God, he did not take unto him the position of, Christ, of God, but took upon him the place of a servant. The king of kings came to serve us. Are we ready and willing to serve God? Are we ready and willing to do what God has entrusted us Are you ready today to step in that calling? The calling was not given for your merit, but it was given for someone else's merit. Are we ready? Are we ready? Our job in the new priesthood is also to tell others about this priesthood that we so love and so enjoy. I have a friend that when I was single, no, I, don't, I will not even use that example. No, I will not use that example. I'll use my own example. When I was single and I go to visit my wife, then my girlfriend, she always cooked for me. She was just setting me up. But the food that my then girlfriend would cook, she makes sure that it is so little that you don't have some to take back home. So I was like, what is this? If you will cook, cook that. I said, when I come to back to Charlotte's, we'll have something to eat. I didn't know there was a trick. If she, she cooked too much, then I would not desire to come and marry her. Later on, she revealed that to me and I said, oh, I never knew that. But if we have eaten of this food that we like so much, that means that we have the hunger to eat more. If we have drink of that cup, that that water is so tasty, 
That means that we have that ability, that taste to come and drink more. If the food that you and I have eaten, that is Christ. If it is so good, why have you refused to tell people about how good that food is? If the experience that we have in this new high priest is so great, why have we refused to even tell our neighbor or we even shy to even talk to people about the new high priest? Church, our job or our duty as this priesthood, new high priest, is to go eat therefore. Go eat therefore and make disciples, not of ourselves, but of our king. Finally, our duty as the new priesthood is to intercede for one another. The high priest stood in for everybody, offered sacrifice for everybody. Our job as this new priesthood is to also step in when we go on our knees. Intercede for that sister that you know is struggling with addiction. Intercede for that brother that you know you really want to criticize. Instead of criticizing, go on your knees and pray for them. Prayer moves and prayer works. But beloved, we have refused to pray for one another. If I am to put this puzzle out, when was the last time you prayed for your church? Or when was the last time that we prayed for our pastor? But yet, let the pastor stand here and say one thing that does not go well. We will see how many people will respond to that. Our job as the priest, our duty is to intercede. Look at who is sitting next to you. And when you go home today, bring them before the altar of grace. The father, I do not know this brother, or I did not know this sister, but I lift her prayer before you. That is our job. The old priesthood, it was only one person that had the ability to go to the holy of holies by Christ have come to us that that presence we must enjoy. So if we have that presence in us, why do we refuse to go before him? When was the last time we went before God and poured our heart? I know that to many, this is not a word that we expected, but this is what God wants us to hear. And I'm just obedience to the spirit of God. When was the last time that you spent intimate time with God? Not just in prayer, but you took the word of God and you meditated upon that word. We are the new priesthood, though, for we have Christ in us. But it is not just okay to say that I am a royal priesthood. I am a chosen generation. I am God's own people. If you are a royal priesthood, then perform your duty. 
if you are a royal, you and I, if we are, which we are, we are all royal priesthood, not based on our merit, but based on what Christ has done for us, then let's get up and step in our duty. Enough of the sleeping. The time that we've been drinking milk, we've drank the milk too much. Church, let's rise and eat some solid food. This world needs intercessors. And that is you and I. This world needs leaders. And that is you and I. This world needs people that will serve. And serve with the fear of the Lord. And that is you and I. We are the royal priesthood. We are the royal priesthood. The old one has been scrapped off. Because it has so many restrictions. But the new one came to us. This new one came to us. And we have it in us. Some of us can complain and even complain about our own wife. But we have no time to pray for them. I always tell my wife, and this is not part of the preaching. I said this scripture that says that man is, man, man is the head of the house. It's a, it's a very tricky uh, scripture. Because the Bible says, and God is the head of the man. Because if I refuse to submit under the authority of God, I will not know what God has for my family. It is not just a matter of submission to the wife submitting to the husband. It is also a matter of the husband submitting under the authority of God. Church, we have a call upon our life. We are the royal priesthood. We Shepherd house, we are the royal priesthood. We have been called to serve. We have been called to intercede. We have been called to spend time with our maker. We have been called to spend time with God. I am done with the preaching. God is done speaking to us. But I want us to assess ourselves. I want us to project 1 Peter chapter 2 verses 9. We you are a royal priesthood. You are a chosen but ye are a chosen generation. A royal, not just any kind of priesthood. A royal priesthood. A holy nation. A peculiar people. That you... Yeah, I don't like in James Version. Let me go back to my note. The E and the U, it confuses me because English is my second language. So, let me go back to my note. Is that okay? It's good to be fair. There you go. But you are a chosen race. Shall we please be on our feet and make this declaration, please? But instead of putting the you, I want us all to put your name there. I. Right? Oh, 
take possession. Know that you may proclaim the praise of the one who has called you out of darkness into the marvelous light. The Lord has called us into this new priesthood, into his marvelous light, said that we may proclaim, we may proclaim his name, we may proclaim. Just let's lift up a voice of you for your presence. We exalt, magnify, glorify, and lift you on high. We thank you in Jesus' name. Shall we shout a big amen? Oh, let's shout a bigger amen. Amen. It's time for our Titan offering. Shall we please be upstanding? <laughs> 